Yo, it's Def for the Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again, you dig? Hey, man, we got a very special guest online, man. Special guest, can you introduce yourself? And just in case they don't know, let them know where they can follow you at. Man, I go by the name Super Drugs. Your name is spelled how I spell on the John. That's the artist, the artist, but it's spelling it, but you can find me on IG at I am Super Drug. You heard me? You can hear me, bro? Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Can you hear me loud and clear? Uh, nah, I'm saying that on service like that. I know what I'm... Gosh, I'm messing up. You hear me, bro? Yeah, can you hear me? Let me get through this patch real quick. Yeah, I can hear you. It's when, when I'm driving through, it ain't no service like that. So that's why it's going out. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm about to, it's going to be right in a couple seconds. As soon as I as soon as I pass through this area, it's like there's one patch of highway that is it, it be messed up. I'm in y'all call me in traffic. You hear me though? Yeah, let's get it. All right, let's get it. Yeah. So where you from, man? Uh, where, where, you, where exactly you from, fam? I'm from I'm from a spot called Willingboro, New Jersey. You know, we like right right outside of Philadelphia, like 15 minutes away from Philly. You know. I'm by all the bridges and all of that. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, like, uh, you said you about like you said is like right outside of Philadelphia. Right outside of Philly, Camden, all of that. Like we close to that. Like Philly, literally, literally, where I'm from, you could go, you could go to the river and you could look across, and Philly is across the water. Oh yeah, no, no doubt, man. Like, let's talk about your background, man. Like, um. You know what was your upbringing coming up, man? Like you was, um, that's where you was at when you was coming up as like a teenager. Yeah, like like this, it's an area in Jersey called Burlington County, and really, like the thing about Jersey is what what a lot of people don't know. Jersey's a real small state, so we don't really have major too many major cities. When you think of major cities in Jersey, our biggest city holds four hundred thousand people, and that's Newark. So that's that's the biggest city, and they're close to New York. So we overshadowed by a lot of cities. So. In my in my county where I'm from, it's a lot of little towns. So everybody, it, it might be like 50, 50 different towns and cities in my county. You know what I'm saying? So that's like I'm from that area, like that whole that whole area. Got you, I got you. So when you was coming up, like was it you was playing ball or uh, what you was doing? Man, if you truthful with you, I wasn't really into all of that because you know I came up a little bit different. Like my father was in the streets, and my father got killed when I was young. Mm-hmm. Right, like around around the time my father got killed, my mother was diagnosed with MS. So my mother mm-hmm. been sick my whole life. So I came up a little different. Like I came up harder than the most of the niggas around me. You know what I'm saying? Like being poor and shit like that. Like that was like that was the upbringing. So I was I was different. Like I was to myself. Like I used to be shy. Like I got and, and on top, like I'm the only boy and I'm the youngest. So I grew up around all females. So I was real shy and to myself and I ain't really fuck with people like that. You know what I'm saying? No, no doubt, no doubt. So, like, um, like what type of like? I know you said you grew up, you know, poverty, you know, uh, like what what's going on, like you know, with them type of circumstances. I mean, you know, you know, you know, typical shit. My hood ain't no different from your hood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they are they city, so it's the same shit. You know, I'm seeing niggas with money. I'm seeing niggas hustling. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing all the wrong shit because I'm in that, I'm in that environment. I'm, um, you know, I'm in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not mm-hmm. even per se, the trenches just in a in an impoverished lifestyle. So you know when you when you when you come up in that 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 type of wave, you know you subjected to certain shit that if you had money 
unless you put yourself in that situation, you really not going to see it. But versus not having money, you going to go through everything, everything a motherfucker that don't have no money go through. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. During that time, did you, did, was it any like uh, OGs or, you know, uh, big names around that area at that time when you was coming up? You had some, you had some niggas getting money. Like, like, like I got an old head. His name Lynch. You feel what I'm saying? He was, he was, he was, he was a big, a major player around my way. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not the name drop, but you know, he already he went to the feds, so his story is kind of like it's like broadcasted already. Yeah. So it's not like a um, name dropping. It's, it's, you feel what I'm saying? It's not like I'm saying anything, anything out of turn or whatever. No, um, no doubt. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, he was like, he was one of those guys. So he was, a, he was a dude that was really putting a lot of niggas on from around my way, and it really like just watching them get money. It kind of, I ain't even going to say it kind of influenced me because I already was in the streets, you feel what I'm saying? But to watch a nigga really get money from, like, we from a small area, so a nigga getting bread on a major level, it was, it was like, it was like, damn, like, like he was our rich reporter for, for, for around my way. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. And, and then it's crazy because, it's crazy, we'll probably get to that later, we ended up in the feds together, you feel what I'm saying? So, like, just on some, on some, on some miscellaneous shit, like, Right, which is which is crazy. You know what I'm saying like how how they say life is full circle. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. So like, uh, you know, you seeing all these, you know, these different players in the game and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, like you saying, you seeing the money, you seeing um uh, things that could probably take you from poverty. So like, um, was it any type of influence that you started to draw into the streets at that time, like during your teenage years? You know, I always, I always been enterprising. So you know what I'm saying? I've always been in into getting me some money because at a young age it's like i feel like this for and this this is probably you probably a lot of people across the country in every ghetto like whoever see this shit will probably relate to this shit like when you come up not having you you, you kind of already have a, a better understanding that what money is and, and and maybe not not in a in a in a in a in a smart manageable sense but you already got the understanding that money fixed problems or lack of it causes problems you feel what i'm saying so for me, I was always um like trying to get money, and then like I said earlier, I'm the only boy. I got all older sisters, and all my sisters is different. You know what I'm saying? So I had a sister that she was like into the streets. So the nigga she fucking with is in the streets, and you know I was young and wild. So I always I, like I was smoking, and I'm trying to hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm mm -hmm. I'm a little bit different from the young niggas around my way. So they like them dudes always took to me, and like one of my sister's boyfriends gave me my first pack. I'm saying, and it was like it was it was good night from there. Like it was it was over with me. Right, like I was already, you know. No, I got you. Did you like when they? So you now you got your, you know, what I'm saying you you introduced to the game, and um, now with that being said, like did you see like the uh, influx of money? Like did the money come automatically, or uh, it was <sighs> a, a grind? I was fucking up. Like I was, you know, typical young boy shit. Like. You know, nigga gave me like the, my first pack was a weed pack. I fucked that shit up. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't really. I'm gonna say this. I ain't really come on my own because you know I'm talking. I'm talking like 10, 11. You know, jumping out, jumping off the porch. Like, so I'm still like I'm still learning a lot of. And then at the same time, I had them them type of niggas around me. But you know, you know that you know they're saying a lot. The blind lead the blind. So them niggas really not giving me game. You feel what I'm saying? And, and telling me because it's an art in everything you do as far as, especially with hustling. Like people think that hustling is just, you uh, get you a pack and you, you going, you going, you going to take off and you going to become a millionaire overnight. It don't work like that. You feel what I'm saying? So all my, all my trials and errors, I had to learn like, like yeah, I had to bump my head, get locked up. You know, like I had to learn little, little niches that fit me 
And you know, by the time I turned like 16, that's when I really say that like, I started I started seeing some money. You feel what I'm saying? Like I would I would say that. Like that made sense. No, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So um so like you know, with every you know, with all these stories it comes with um incarceration. Like was uh, that like was that a uh, a part of your story early or what? I mean, I was getting booked early, but it was like little, like you know, like little nigga shit. Like you go to, I might get booked. I might do six months. I might go to a program. I'm back on the streets. You know, I ain't really get like incarcerated until I turned twenty. Like I was twenty. Mm-hmm. That's when I caught my fed. That's when I caught my fed beef. But that whole situation is like. It's like segments of my life, like that whole shit that led up to me going to the feds. Like, that's like the biggest part of my story because that's where like I had a team. Like my whole team is in the feds. Like I still got bros. That's like my one bro. He got fifty years. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 it's, it's parts of that shit that like that just you know like it's different. Like it's yeah. I can't. It's hard to explain. Like you would have to ask me directly what I be because it's so much. It's so much shit. No, no. Like I want to uh, start like with that. Like with that being said, I know like okay. you said uh, a lot of these guys, you know, um, are in the feds, and you have to do fair time behind it. So like you know, just speaking on it. Um, hold on, real quick. I'm about to blink out real quick. I'm about to text somebody. Hold on, real quick. Hold on. Uh, you can hear. You can still hear me. Yeah. Oh no, nah, I ain't know if I ain't know if it was gonna close. If I closed the window, was it gonna stop? Yeah. So like when they come down to like um. You know what? What type of like when you say these guys was around and you had a team? Like you want to speak on that team that that you're talking about? Like the name I mean, of it? Yeah, I can speak on that because it's, it's 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 public record. Like you know, we you know my we, where I'm from, like Jersey, Philly. You know, I don't know if you ever been here because I know you from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, we got like a big it's, it's it's a lot of Muslims out here, so we Muslim. You feel what I'm saying? And um, you know, we we was in the streets and we was beefing. We was beefing with gang members. We was beefing with Bloods and Crips, and um. They coined us, they coined us MOE, Muslims over everything, which we never mm-hmm. described to ourselves because, you know, when you're Muslim, you're really not even supposed to be in the streets. And But nobody perfect. So they had us labeled as a Muslim gang. So all of this is public record that I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And we just uh, we just took off from there, like, you know, and it was just a whole lot of shit, like like a whole lot of stuff going on. That was And, and it's not to glorify it either, like, because I feel like if I could, I feel like this, like when I was younger, like when I when I would do little bids and shit, they'll try to get people to come talk to us, but it was like you really can't relate to it because it's like, bro, you're not even in the churches, bro. Like you're not even in the field. You're not like we don't want to hear that. So I'm hoping that when when somebody hear this, like a young nigga that's that's that's, that's probably ten toes down right now, knee deep in the field, he hear this and be like, damn, that shit really, this shit serious. You feel what I'm saying? Because I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I said earlier, I still got homies that's that's down. That's down. And niggas that I met in my travels, you feel what I'm saying? So, but yeah, like, um, my team, like, we, we, it was just a bunch of niggas I came up with. And, you know, like, niggas just, you, it's like the typical hood shit. Like, nigga, nigga, nigga organize something and, and it just take off. Right. It take off. What was some like, um, like that, what's on public record? Like, what was some of the, um, charges that, uh, the MOE they was, um, up against? I mean, our, 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 initially, our investigation started as a RICO investigation. Uh-huh. I mean, and by the grace of God, you know, we ended up because two of my partners, they had they had they they, they indictments started our investigation. They had two sealed indictments. And um, let me break that down. If you if people don't to the layman people that don't know what. Yeah, a sealed indictment is, it's a lot of niggas. It's a lot of niggas that's running around 
And like when I used to be in the feds, I call my young boys and I tell them like the shit y'all doing, this fed shit. Like like you don't know because you don't know. You think like when you think of the feds, you think of oh that's some John Gotti shit or you got to be a boss. Nah, it, it don't work like that. You feel what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. a sealed indictment for those who don't know is is basically you a dead man walking. Like you 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 already going down. They already got your case. They just feel like once they unseal it, that's when they come get you. But they got it sealed because they're really trying to rack up charges on you. They trying mm. to they investigating, but they got you on something that they feel like they they could get you on more. You feel what I'm saying? Like right. so, our, um, the, the sealed indictments came from um a CI a, a buying a buying bus or not even it wasn't even a bus, just a a, a controlled buy and a um in gun trafficking. That's how that's how indictment started, and it just led from it led from to that. So when when all the dominoes fell, it, it, it started. It, it became a RICO investigation. But by the grace of God, you know, with a RICO investigation, they gotta have organizational structure. So and what I mean by organizational structure, they gotta have a leader. They gotta have um, street bosses. Basically, they gotta have all of that in place to paint the picture when you go to court that y'all are actually an organization. That's 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 doing all the racketeering and the drug dealing and all of that. So when it when when all the chips fell, we ended up all everybody on my team ended up with our own indictments. My person, my indictment came from a bank robbery, bank robbery mm -hmm. and guns and, and drug charges. You feel what I'm saying? So that's that's like some of the stuff we was into. And then um they ended up reindicting two of my partners. They 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 indicted the Muslim bodies, and you know it's just it just got real ugly, you know. And then that's how and that's how one of my homies ended up with fifty. I ended up doing eleven. My young boy ended up doing ten. My code D got thirty four. Like it's just it's 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 it's, it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and let me ask you, like, when it comes to like, okay, so like when you 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 know y'all going through all this and what's different from like uh, people say it's different from like the uh, Fed in the state. Like when you first come in and uh, file paperwork, do you do you yeah. have to uh, put that on the table? Is that I mean, this, you know the Fed the Feds go by the Feds go by security level. So I'm gonna say this when I came in. You know, it, it, like when you come to the feds, your age, your crime, and your, your jacket play a part in the way you're going. And what I mean by where you're going is the security levels go by. You got the penitentiary. That's the max. You got mediums. That's like a medium. A medium high is like a transition from if you just left a, pen, a penitentiary. Or you a young nigga and they don't really want to send you to a penitentiary. So they like, look, we're going to send you to we're going to send you to, uh, to, to a medium to see if, he, if you get your act together and. You conduct yourself. Mm -hmm. Them two is politics. Like it's paperwork. You gotta have your paperwork to live there. When you get to a low, the low is like lawless. Like I did most. I did half of my bed in a medium, in a medium high, in a in a, in a uh, disciplinary joint. So it was politics. Like everything. Like state by state, gang by gang. Um, Muslims. Like like everything was everything was a politic. Like you couldn't just sit where you wanted to. The Mexicans. Like everything, so and paperwork is mandatory. Paperwork is your passport. If you're not right, you can't live here. That's how they was rocking. Mm. Got you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, like, when they when they do come to like people, like, how do they deal with that though? Like, when it comes to people who paperwork ain't right, like, uh, they gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Go on a special unit or. I mean, this the thing. This the thing. This the this the protocol. When you get to the drink, if you get to a spot that's silent and they standing on paperwork, this is what they're gonna tell you. You're gonna walk in, you're gonna go through R and D, and R and D gonna tell you, R and D gonna ask you. Like R and D is they interview you. 
and R and D got all your information. They know that you told. They know that you didn't tell. They know if you're a gang member, if it's on file. They know everything. So basically, you know, you got some Billy badasses. They gonna tell you like, look, we know you cooperated. Um, do you want it? Do you feel as though you safe? Because once you walk outside of here, you know, we y- y- it's limited protection. Mm. So basically, you know, I'm, a, I'm I ain't even gonna say you ratted. You a solid nigga. You come through. You now nah, I'm good. I'm going out here, and um, once you get to get get, get with your people, everything is a whip. Like I'm from Jersey, so I was in a Jersey whip. You know what I'm saying? I'm Muslim, so I'm either with the Muslims or I'm with the Jersey. The Muslims they not really on that paperwork, but you got brothers that's not going for that. You know what I'm saying? That that mm-hmm. that's not into that. You know what I'm saying? But the Jersey whip, nigga, you got your paperwork. Yeah, I got my paperwork on my property. As soon as it get here, I got your. You know, they putting caps on it. You got 30 days to get your... If you don't... If you get your property and you don't got your paperwork in there, you got 30 days to get your paperwork. Mm. I mean, or, yeah. or, or, or else. Or you got to go. And this the thing. You know, when you you know when you get to a jail, the niggas is giving you care packages and all of that. They going to tell you, look, if you know you not right, don't... Because once you take the care package, you win. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you gang. So if you, if you, if you take this and it come out that you not right... You're right to take the step because you got niggas that'll take the steps instead of taking the window. And what I mean by that is, is it'll be a situation like a nigga be like, man, I ain't right. And a nigga just walk up and check itself in. But once you take that pack and you know you're not right and it come out that you're not right, all of that's, all of that's out the window. It's violence. You know what I'm saying? So that's how they was rocking. Like, like for... for my, the, Yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Somebody yeah, call yeah, my phone. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, but yeah, it was violent. So like, that's what they was on. So the first half of my bed, I was subjected. I was subjected to that. You feel what I'm saying? And I had to. I had to adapt. And mind you, like I said, I was. I was. Um, I was down like as a kid. But I never did prison time. I never went upstate when I was a kid. So a lot of stuff I had to learn on the fly. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this not to be, don't do this. Hold on. Hey, they in the back. They in the back, bro. Uh-huh. Thank you, bro. Uh-huh. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, hello? Yeah. Yeah, my bad, bro. I got a lot going on. I'm literally, I'm literally in traffic riding around. No, no doubt. But yeah. Up on the platform, so uh, yeah, so like, like moving forward though, so like you, you do you put 11 years, you do 11 years, you say, right? Yeah, I, I got sentenced to 11, I got sentenced to 132 months, and I pulled, I pulled behind the wall, I did nine and a half behind the wall. I was supposed to do nine and three months, but I and I was fucking up, I lost three months, so yeah, I did, I did, and then with the halfway all together, I did a dime off my 11. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So like, um, like, 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 giving it to the general public, you know, you leaving your family for you know, saying that amount of time, and you know, you've been fairly young. Like, what type of you know, what type of feeling it, or what 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 happened when it came to your family? Like, did you leave them? Like, uh, I'm gonna say you know, this. Feeling a certain type of way. I'm gonna say this. They felt the way, but you know, I've been thugging so long, and I've been in the mix so long that. You know, my, my relationship with my mother, my mother like my best friend. You know what I'm saying? So, because I'm, I'm my mom only boy. And like I told you earlier, 
my father got killed. So once my father got killed, I'm my father only son. So my mom, she never was. My mom wasn't the type, and my mom got sick, so she wasn't the type. She didn't have men around me. Like I was the man in the house. You feel know what I'm saying? So me and my mom, our relationship. My mom got to me and my mom got to the point like I've been thugging. She just like man, it's nothing I could really say. So when I actually fell and caught all my time. It didn't really hit me at first until I got sentenced. You feel what I'm saying? And then I see my mother cry. Like when, they, when the judge told me I had 132 months, my mother cried. That shit broke me down, and then it hit me like, damn, I'm about to be gone for all this time. You feel what I'm saying? I'm about to be gone for my family for for how many years? You feel what I'm saying? Because this niggas that's turning low five. I seen a nigga turn a five year bed into a life bed. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Just being just being active. Right. You feel what I'm saying? In in the federal system. So yeah, like I can't like it was a strain for everybody. It was a strain for everybody. Gotcha. So uh, so when you so now when you come home, you know, was you into music beforehand or did you get into music when you when while you was locked up? Uh, you at the you at the good part. You at the good part now. Um, I was um, I was into music when I when I when I first. When I caught my case, you know what I'm saying? But like before, I, I've been rapping since I was a kid. But you know, when I was down, everything changed. Like I watched the era. Like that 10 I was gone, a whole era changed. Like social media blew up. You know, I got booked when Facebook first started popping. So you mm. can only you can only imagine. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. basically I rap, but I never took it serious because back then when I was home, you had to like you had to know somebody to get on. You had to we didn't have all of this. We didn't have I couldn't link with, with a with a with a death of the clout chaser TV and have an interview without knowing you just from a conversation. Like you know, we didn't have that. So to me, in my mind, I was so deep in the streets. It was just like, man, I'm man. I rap for my homies. I rap because I rap because I'm talking about what we doing. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, fuck this music shit. So when I actually caught my case, that was like that. That was therapeutic for me. Like that was the therapy. You know what I'm saying? Writing music and I learned how to do songs and put bodies of work together and I found myself artistically. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. So did like people people gravitate towards towards the music immediately or uh you hear me bro? Yeah, can you hear me? You can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Yo hold on. Yo, can you hear me? Yo. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we're cutting in and out. Yeah, My I can God. hear you. You heard what I said though? Or you need me to repeat that? Yeah, no. I heard everything you said. So, like, um, I was asking you a question though, when it comes to you know your music, did people gravitate towards it, you know, in the beginning? Like, did they like you know, fam, you need to keep doing this, or what was it? I mean, like this the thing, like when I was down, right? Like I I said, I came up in a joint that is politics. So niggas used to, like, everything is state-oriented. So everything is my state better than yours, be harder than you. So I never really got caught up in it because I would rap and niggas would be like, yo, you could rap. But I, I, I would, like I said, I was still finding myself artistically and I didn't really want no smoke. Like, I didn't, I didn't, not saying like, I'm ducking. I just, I just didn't get into that. Like, I would look at niggas like, y'all beefing over some rap shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't. I ain't really with all that. I'm just trying to do my time. Like, I got more shit. Like, my homies is getting reindicted. 
I'm ducking. I'm ducking getting a fucking a Manila envelope from the from the, from the government. Fuck this music shit. Fuck niggas knowing I can rap. You feel what I'm saying? So I was carrying it like that for the longest. But niggas that would be around me, like my cellies and niggas that fuck with me, that was in my circle, they would be like, "Yo, bro, you could rap, yo. Like, like what's up? Like, why you not doing? Why you not doing nothing with it?" And I would just write. I would just write, 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 write. So I ended up, I ended up going from upstate New York to uh to Louisiana. And when I got to Louisiana, Louisiana is a different security was a different security level. So they used to let us hold shows there and like I'm talking about like live shows on the yard, microphones, bring the speakers out. And um I tried I I went at it with the same approach when I was in the medium and um I ended up letting my homie know I could rap and I rap for him and he just blew that shit up. And that shit turned in from me rapping in my unit to me being one of the nicest niggas on the compound. Like no cap. You know what I'm saying? And it like basically the fast system is a revolving door. So I stayed in Louisiana for eleven months and then I went to Texas. I did the second half of my band in Texas. And Texas mm-hmm. was on the same time. Like they was on the same type shit, like letting niggas do shows. So a lot of niggas that was with me in Louisiana, they knew me from Texas and that shit carried over and then like that I just locked in like that and that's and, 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 and niggas like, yo, bro, if you don't go home and rap, man, you dumb man. Like I'm not fucking with you. Like, even if it don't work. If you don't put this shit out there, we not fucking with you. And, and that, like, I came home on that. Like, I'ma make this music. I dropped my, I dropped my, um, my first project, Summertime Madness. I dropped that shit. I came out the halfway house in, in March 2018. I dropped that shit June 21st, March, March 2018. I mean, uh, June 21st, 2018. I dropped that. So it was like I was already geared up to really just go. Yeah. So now that so you you released and you know did you start going full throttle right away? You saying? Yeah, I went in. I jumped in. Like I'm gonna say this: my first project was easy because I had so much pent up, and then my second project it was hard because it was like it was like yo, like damn, you just dropped some hard shit, bro. How you going? Like what you going to follow up with? And it, and it took me a minute. It took me a minute. So I dropped. I dropped Summertime Madness in June 2018. I dropped my second tape, No Sleep, in November. And then, and then after the second one, I just been mashing. I've been, I've been, I probably got. I want to say I released. I released like six projects since. Hmm. That's dope. That's four, dope. Four, so, four solos and what happened? I said six projects in the past two years. Yeah, six projects, four 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 solo joints. I just dropped one. I dropped Summertime Madness Part Two on June on June twenty first of this year, and I'm I'm actually working on it on a project called Excellence as we speak. Like like my first my first full length because I'm a fan of I'm a fan of um my short projects like when I, when it's by myself because I got two joint projects with my boy C A Dollar. Shout out C A Dollar too. Um, um fucking um. We dropped, we dropped two joints. We dropped um them 60 days apart. So uh I'm a fan of like doing short joints, like six songs. Like, cause I don't want you but right now everything is instant gratification. So you don't never want to hog a person ear. Like you don't they, you don't need all of that. You know what I'm saying? The person wanna hear, wop, 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 and go. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I'm a fan of. So when you see me drop solo projects, it'd be like six songs, four songs, five songs, eight songs, it'd be the tops. But this, this joint that I'm working on is full length. So 
I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a little bit, a little bit more, and I'm gonna take my time, like, cause anytime I drop, I be feeling like I be racing against myself. I be feeling like I'm, 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 I'm fighting the clock. So it be, it be, it be quick, especially like, cause me, my process is different. Like I, I visualize a project, I get the album art done, and then I start working on it. So I already got a concept of where I'm going when I, when I, when I, when I start promoting the project. And once I start promoting it, feel like to me, it feel like. Yo, you want a time cut? You gotta hurry up and drop this shit. Mm. Dope, dope, dope. So, like, you do, do you uh put a lot of visuals behind these projects, or uh, how how does that work out? I got a I got a couple visuals. I just shot something last Saturday. Actually, crazy. Um, I didn't at first because you know this like when you don't have no 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 financial structure with the with like like you don't got a big bag, and I'm not and I say big bag meaning. You got a machine behind you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When you got a machine behind you and you don't have it, I don't really have a team. Like I have I have niggas that believe in me, a couple, a couple dudes that that believe in the vision because it's people that's gonna be like you nice and they fuck with your music, but it's a difference when you say you got people that believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Because the people that believe in you, they're gonna be in the trenches with you, they're gonna be in the studio with you, they're gonna be pushing you. So it's a couple good men, but everything else is is, is out of pocket. And then I was learning as I went because you gotta figure. I was removed for ten years. You feel what I'm saying? So a lot of a lot of concepts and strategies I had to learn. So I'm really just getting on the, yo, bro, drop visuals, drop visuals. Like fuck all this music, drop visuals, just drop visuals. So I got like I think I, I think all together total I probably got like four or five videos circulating on YouTube. Dope, dope. Dope. So you got any um uh, like is anybody you gonna be working with on this project this upcoming project? I'm a shout out shout it's crazy because my bro that put it together put this put this meeting together shout out to bro HG man y'all follow him at at Big Ride eighteen oh four on Instagram that's the bro like that's who I work with you know what I'm saying like we got hella hella music together you know he got his mm-hmm. own wave and um we just we just working like we we, we going in you know and um. I mean, I'm open. I'm, I'm. This is the thing for me. If I see you consistently working, whether you famous or you not, like I'm not one of them niggas that's that's big on late because we all are not on yet. You feel what I'm saying? I'm right. not. I'm not Hollywood. So working, you serious about that shit? I'm gonna tap in. I'm gonna lock in with you. Like, like, cause like I feel like I got something to prove anyway. So for me, it's competition. When I get on the track with a nigga, I'm trying to kill a nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Like not like not blatantly, but you know, you know what I mean? Like friendly competition type shit. So I be looking for that. Like cause it bring the best out of me. Like if I know I'm on the track with a nigga that could go, I'm a, I'm I'm I'ma go in. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. You you got a release date for that um that next project? I ain't even put it, I ain't even really for real for real. I released the album art on some it's it's funny that the album art is my cover picture right now is on Instagram, and mm-hmm. how that came about is I was at a video shoot for for the bro the bro Big Rod HG you know, and um I took a picture and then I posted it and my bro was like yo let me let me edit that send me that picture I didn't even know he do graphic design because I got a whole never graphic designer and um I sent it to him and he designed something dope he like yo use this for your next album bro. So I post a picture like with the caption like wishing my next album be he end up coming up with the title. And then I just I, I I put it out there, but I didn't put no release date yet. Because this one, like I said, I want to take my time. Like 
I want to give I want to give a person me like I'm so used to giving giving what's going on in the streets. I don't really get too in the personal, but like with the songs I've been recording lately, it's like in the personal for me. Like it's real. I'm 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 talking I'm talking to you like what what, what I got going on right now. Mhm. And um, uh, like far as like a label situation, like um, uh, as independent or um, uh, you know, you open to everything, a label. Everything independent right now, but you know, we in the age, we in the, we in the DIY, the DIY age. Like you could do it yourself. Like so, if the, the right the right song will blow you up, and then they gonna come hollering at you. But you can put yourself, you can make yourself into a boss. Like you don't have to to the young niggas. Like we don't have to run to the to the label no more you know that the, the label is kind of they running after us after at a certain after a certain point you feel what i'm saying because you could you could get your bag like i'm distributed on the through myself like like i ain't like get nobody to help me do that shit i do that shit myself you feel what i'm saying with the many the many avenues the distro kids the cp babies the um tune cores like we don't you don't need nobody you just gotta the only thing you really need is capital to to be seen and put yourself out there and promote yourself and, and network and be in these places where you're not just trapped in your hood or because if you trapped in your hood it's a million niggas gotta realize this it's a million and one niggas rapping in every city that you go to right the nigga that make it out is the nigga that separate himself hmm. like while the pack is going left i'm trying to go right I'm, I'm going up the middle i ain't going i ain't going left with them that's 100 and, and you got it and you and and i was just telling my bro my, my bro shout out to my bro money moe moe fit clothes you know he turned the positive this, this is my young boy he, he was on my case too um he do the clothes thing you know and he, he big on the personal trainer shit and we just had a conversation the other night and he like yo bro you about to drop another tape and i was like yeah he like man yo for real for real bro what's your motivation like how you keep going like i be feeling like fuck this clothes shit and i was like yo bro for real for real dog this the thing what you got this the thing that you gotta do you gotta outwork niggas you can't you can't stop you feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I don't I don't I don't look up and be like, damn, I dropped six tapes and I'm still not in where I wanna be. Nah. I take the pride of any nigga around my way and a nigga working hard as me. Mm-hmm. I got more tapes than, mo- than most niggas got in their whole career. It's niggas that's that never went nowhere. That's nice, that don't have nobody to work. So I look at it like that. I gotta outwork niggas. And that's that's game that's game that anybody can use. If you're doing something, outwork the competition because somebody gonna know this shit work. Facts. Facts. Hey man, we definitely appreciate you touching the platform, man. Hopefully we can um have some more bills with you, man. Uh yeah. to this situation. You know, um, like I said, we definitely appreciate you touching down with us, man. Let them know Zinc again where they can follow you at, just in case they don't know. Man, follow me at on IG at I am super drugs and tapping with my music on every platform. If you see in this interview how my name is spelled in the bar. That's how you spell it. I'm everywhere. You can't miss me. Type me in on YouTube. I got videos. I got videos of me spitting. Just follow me. Tap in with the fella. You feel what I'm saying? It's everything is authentic. It's nothing fake. It's no cap in my raps. Everything is authentic. And I appreciate right. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Shout out to Death of the Cloud Chasing TV, man. Salute, fam. Hey, man. If y'all watching this, man, on the replay, man, super drugs, man. Y'all um see how it's spoken tomorrow. Y'all go ahead and tap in with him, man. Go ahead and subscribe to his platforms. Go ahead and listen to his music, man. Um, We out this thing. But if y'all didn't already, share this on Facebook and Twitter, man. Salute. Hey, appreciate you.